Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Free Love, a podcast about life. Um, this podcast is going to go in many different directions. It's not going to harp necessarily on certain things, though it might happen from time to time. Um, the goal of it is to give every person something to take away from in their own spiritual walk. Spiritual leads to physical. Everything is intertwined. And so when we look at our uh, physical lives and we look at our spiritual lives, there's so many more connectors than we could think of. Um, so many times in the society, we tend to focus so much on the physical. I think we miss a lot of the beauty and a lot of the uh, amazingness and uh, the spiritual and the little moments. Um, so today for the first episode, it's going to be a short one, I think, getting a handle on this. I want to talk about materialism. I really think it's a, a very interesting topic and uh, something I feel like is worth putting out there. Um, so I am a contractor and so I do a lot of siding and framing and a lot of stuff like that, which is fun. I enjoy it. Um, so needless to say, many times I have junk to get rid of and I'll put it in a trailer and I'll bring it down to our local um, junk place. What is it actually called? An incinerator, there we go. And so you go in, you get weight on the scales and then you go in, dump your stuff, then you come out and get weight on the scales again and the difference is your weight that you pay for. Um, so I got up to where I'm about to dump and the guy checks your materials, what you're dumping you dump one thing, it's cheaper sometimes than another. And uh, I uh, say, hey, you know, it's interesting. Um, you've probably seen a lot of cool or weird, bizarre things working here at this dump place. And he said, uh, I've been working here for two years and I have seen everything, everything. He said, I've seen people come with whole trailer loads of people's stuff, like their pictures, family pictures, you know, furniture, antique stuff, clothing, and just throw it all away. Um, and he made a comment, and he said, you know, when we die, most of our stuff will end up in a place like this. We are so materialistic. And it really got me to thinking, uh, like, am I materialistic? What is materialism? Because it's a word that gets thrown around a lot, and I think a lot of people have opinions of what materialism is. And uh, I think <laughs> I think thinking through it is an interesting mental exercise. Uh, so some people would say, you know, materialism is the love of stuff that's material. I think everyone has a general idea of when you're talking about materialism, you're talking about something that's material. Um, I don't think people generally hear materialism and think of something that's immaterial. Um, so anyway, when I was thinking of materialism, I was just kind of going through the mental exercise. This guy had sparked my mind, and now I'm thinking. And I'm like, you know, it's interesting because when you deal with materialism, um, you're dealing often with things that are uh, necessary for life, I feel. Uh, and I was questioning myself on that because I'm like, okay, I'm materialistic, maybe. I have a car and I have a coffee maker and I have a pan. I have all the stuff to make food. I have all the stuff to make my life easy, I guess. I don't know. And if you really start breaking it down, you realize there's almost a necessary materialism we live in. You know, we're materialistic because we need to be, because we need food. Uh, we need all these different things. 
I thought, you know, is that right? Is that wrong to have a necessary materialism? Um, so one of the things that I think we can tend to be materialistic about is actually uh, favored items or objects, um, pictures, memorabilia, uh, you know, those little trinkets your dad bought you that thing from the seashore and you keep in a little box in, uh, in the attic and you keep it because that object actually has a value. It has uh, emotional value, it has relational value, and in that object, you, we store that value, we store that. And I was just thinking how interesting that is because the object is not the person. You know, I remember growing up, we had a birthday plate, so every birthday, uh, the sibling whose birthday it was would have this birthday plate for every meal. And it broke. And how sad it was. Oh, I was so sad. All oh, those nice memories gone. Now kind of looking back at that, I, I realize how little bit flawed that was because my memories weren't gone. Um, they were still there with the people. But I decided to log those memories into a material piece um, of, of uh, glass that broke. And therefore, I felt like the memory was gone. So, you know, as we go through life, I think one of my big, at least, themes is it's about relationship. Um, relationship with others, relationship with God, relationship with yourself. And so it's very interesting, this idea of materialism, because if it's true and we really store our stuff in... Um, you know, objects instead of actually in relationships is interesting uh, because as we do that, we are literally, uh, you know, putting less importance on the person and more importance on the object or the, or the thing um, in, a, in a very interesting backwards way. So I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just interesting to think about along with the necessary materialism. Uh, you know, because we go around our life and we have a way we do stuff or we're told we do stuff, you know. You make coffee with a coffee maker. Well, you could make coffee with, you know, a napkin and a cup. Like that's all you'd really need to make coffee. Or you could have another interesting way you decide to make coffee. Oh, wow. Something's going off in the background. I'm going to pause this till that stops. Anyway, what I was saying was probably so on fire. I made the alarm go off in the building next to me. Yowza. Um, but as we come into this materialism, we, we have multiple ways to do things, uh, but we sometimes choose a way that seems convenient or a way that we've always done something. And I think that's where materialism can tend to come in and wreak havoc is because our focus is so... Uh, focused in a certain way because with that necessary materialism yes you need that truck to get to work but you got to change the oil you got to fill it up with gas there's a lot of stuff you have to do um, to accompany that that thing that's very material so I find that very interesting uh, because as we go through a, a life of spiritual things that um, aren't very important um, we often so more focus on what we can see, which which is common. I mean, it's common. We all do it. Um, and then one in, one other interesting thing is like in uh, the Christian modality in the Bible, there's a verse, um, and it says that 
we uh, basic idea is store up for yourselves things in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal versus storing it here on earth and whenever I heard that I always thought of it in a very monetary way um, we don't want to store up things um, silver gold fiat currency <laughs> whatever but under this kind of thought process it could also very well be um, store up for yourselves emotional experiences and relationships in the spiritual realm actually with the individual do stuff in relationship don't just store everything in the physical um, because being locked in the physical and locking everything into the physical is, is a temporary thing. It's The physical is in some ways temporary. There are elements of the physical that are eternal, uh, but it also can be very temporary. And also, I think there isn't as much significance. Like, for instance, let's say I have a great interaction with my brother, you know, and we just went to the beach. We had a really good conversation. We found a shell on the seashore. And I'm like, I'm going to keep this shell as a memento, as a memory of what happens instead of um you know every time seeing my brother having that memory now triggered onto him about that now the shell is encapsulating that those good emotions and that and that amazing time and i'm not saying that's right or wrong i'm just saying it's interesting because uh how how stuff affects your relationships is, is super important um so yeah there's that example and so as we store it for ourselves things in heaven or things spiritually, uh, and not things on this earth. Uh, we find ourselves more focused on this relational element that is immaterial. There's parts of relationship that is material. And the reason for materialism, I think, is to so lock people down into a way of thinking about things and being focused on things in uh, the moment, so worried about your job, your money, your food, these I, these things that you don't have time to expand yourself, uh, don't have time to be in relationship with God and others. So yeah, I, I think we have this push right now to get rid of religion. And what I mean by religion is a belief in God. And uh, I think that push is, is coming after a materialistic push. Because the spiritual doesn't have a lot of things that um, lock into uh, the physical. There's us, humans. We lock. We are spiritual and physical. Very interesting. Um, but if you make everyone focus on your reality is based on physical, then when you come to spiritual realities, um, you're going to be like, well, I don't see anything around me that's actually... Uh, relates to the spiritual and therefore the spiritual must not exist if we go down that line of thinking so I just think that's probably why materialism has been so so pushed I think people who have who come into a spiritual place start realizing provisionism like we, we often hear provision is a mindset you know and uh, I think provision a lot of provision is a mindset. I think there's infinite provision. There's infinite creativity. Um, 
But as you come down into, okay, well, materialism, you know, we need to have this, you know, to provide for us and this, it, it just, the way you live reflects the way we think and the way we believe. So, yeah. So that's my little rant on materialism. And uh, I think it would be also cool just to touch on uh, belief. Uh, because that's another word that's, I would say, more thrown around more regularly. What do you believe? Uh, what are your beliefs? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about others? And it's really interesting because if you think about it from a, I would say, more theological Christian perspective, uh, belief is your ability how strongly do you adhere? And I would say, and also other religions too, how strongly do you adhere to, how strongly do you hold the, the tenets of your religious faith? You know, do you believe them strongly or weakly? You know, or monthly or yearly? No, I'm joking. <laughs> strongly or not as strongly, I guess. So anyway, when you, we come to this idea of belief, um, I think really the idea of it is more like trust rather than, um, you know, your ability to believe. Again, in the Bible, there's a reference to this man, Abraham, and he receives right standing before God on the basis that he, of his faith, that he believed God. And one of those main things he was believing God for was a child. And so he's, he believes that God will give him a child, though it's impossible for him to come up with this on his own. God will have to do a miracle. God comes through, and that act of believing God for what he said was true is true. Um, that act of it fulfilling, God fulfilling the act, ends up being counted as righteousness to Abraham. And that's, that's the tendon, I feel like, of the whole Bible, is relationship with God, belief, trust in God, and finding right standing with God through that. Um, I would, I'm going to go on another tangent, so kind of close that whole belief uh, thought. We'll probably return to it at some point, either now or in the future. But um, I would, when I used the word religious earlier, I realized I have two definitions of religious. One is someone who believes in, in God or God's or whatever their belief process is. And then the other is someone who would hold to a religious teaching uh, in such a religious manner that it becomes less about relationship and spirituality and more about duty and uh, a physical um, component. You know, basically spiritual materialism, everything locked into the, the physical, what you do, what you don't do. Um, so yeah, I think that religion, religion or religious, religiosity is something that a lot of people struggle with because, um, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a Christian. I wouldn't say I'm a Buddhist. I wouldn't say I'm a Hindu or Muslim or Judaic or whatever of the numerous religions we have, um, I would have more of a theistic modality, but I am a son of God. Uh, that's who I am. I'm a child of God. I am. <clears throat> I don't fall into a category using those labels as categories. Um, 
So yeah, I'm something other. I'm a new creation. Um, so yeah, I think another thing to kind of go along with the materialism is is where we do we find our worth? Because sometimes we can find our worth in the material objects we have. We definitely often find comfort in the physical things that we have. And I, I don't think for as a general rule of thumb that that's a bad thing um, or a good thing. I, I think, you know, I enjoy a good, a good steak meal with really good mashed potatoes and caramelized onions and a good beer. Oh, my gosh, please. Um, and I don't think there's anything in enjoying things that is inherently right or wrong, I think, obviously. Uh, obviously. I hate when people use the word obviously. I really do. Uh, because though it's obvious in my head and how I'm saying it, it may not be obvious to someone else, or it may not even be true. Uh, you know, it's where I am in my current thinking right now. It's where I'm processing at this moment. Anyway, give me that steak food. So I think realizing that our identity is not locked up in physical things is a really big step um, towards growing in your spiritual walk. I think also... Um, Standing in a place of realizing that who you are um, is is uh, under your under your ability to change. You can you have free will to choose how you want to live your life, uh, but that there is an inherent worth uh, in you, regardless of you know whether you're specifically a Christian or not a Christian. There's already a worth. And um, I go back to the story of Paul when he travels to Athens and he sees all the different altars to all the different gods and he sees one to the unknown God and he gets up and starts preaching um, and says, hey, you know, what's unknown to you? Let me tell you clearly, plainly. Uh, the unknown God is the God who, according to your, to your um, poets, in him we live and move and have our being. And he went on to discuss and, and talk about this God who they lived and moved in and had their being and, and who loved them and wanted to bring them salvation. Incredible. Incredible. And so as we kind of bring in that, you know, full circle, we, regardless of where you are, your worth isn't in what you do. It's in who you are and who you are from. And I think one of the big pushes is to, you know, either you're in this category or in this category. And I think that can be um, unhelpful and dangerous just because uh, regardless of what category you're in, um, you are precious. You are priceless. Um, and we can all make choices that are dumb. I mean, I'm exhibit A for making choices that later I looked back on and was like, okay, that was not a good idea. I don't know whose idea it was. It definitely wasn't mine, um, but it was. And I, I think, you know, part of the process is being human and, and, and learning spirituality and all these different things is growing, is this idea of growing, is a tree, is a plant. You know, you start as a seed and you, know, you can continue to mature and mature. It isn't about achievement. It's not about getting to the top of the mountain. And it truly is about the journey. Uh, but we live in a society where it's all about getting to the top of the mountain. It's about how much money you have in your bank account, how many degrees do you have, what have you accomplished. 
And um, though those things can be part of, accomplishments can be part of uh, what we're, we're going for here. Like, you know, maybe, maybe you're meant to be a business owner and make a killer business. Uh, maybe you're meant to be a spiritual person and be, a, be in a cabin all by yourself, you know, with contact, without contact with anyone. And that's the, the amazing life that's planned for you. So, yeah, it's, it's all these things uh, come together. So it's not about achievements. It's literally about the journey. It's about walking in relationship. Um, it's, it, it's about loving one another. Again, going back to Jesus, who was totally, in so many ways, anti-religious and countercultural um, in so many different ways. I'd love to do a whole session on Jesus's counterculturalness. Um, but, oh my goodness, now I'm forgetting where I was going with that. Oh, it not being about achievement. When the disciples were walking with Jesus, they had many flaws. And all their flaws uh, were things that continued even after Jesus left. The Bible is full of flawed people. There's not a perfect person in there. Because uh, the point isn't perfection. The point is being in relationship with God, with others. And Jesus is like, hey, I'm going to give you a new commandment. That's an old commandment. But it really is a new commandment, is to love one another. And Jesus, when answering a question about what is the most important law earlier, in one of the Gospels he says, you know, love God and love others. This is everything goes down into loving God and loving others. So yeah, love God and love others. So I think that's where I'm going to wrap up here. Love God and love others. If you're tuning in, thank you so much. This is definitely going to be a journey uh, together. I by no means have anything figured out, and that's the point of the podcast, is to share the journey. So if you'd like to share the journey with me, um, tune in whenever you feel like it, and... Uh, be powerful to disagree. I heard someone say that once, and I was like, ooh, I like that. Be powerful to disagree. If you don't like something I say, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to change what I'm saying until I, I feel like I can or my, my modality changes. Uh, but take all those. The disagreement isn't a negative thing. It's an amazing thing, something that we grow from. If everyone thought exactly like us, we'd, we'd get nowhere. Anyway, so welcome on this journey, free love, because we receive love freely and we give love freely. And yeah, uh, look forward to you guys tuning in the future. I'm going to be interviewing some people, friends of mine, and who have stories to tell, everyday stories, everyday stories, because we're all everyday people, uh, and stories that would inspire us and uh, teach us and encourage us. Uh, to continue to grow and understand uh, and to evolve in, in all the different ways that we do. So, yeah, thank you for being here. Blessings on your way, and we'll see you next time.